What it do, man? I say, what's happening, man? It's cracking with you, car. Shit, car, goddamn. Finna roll up one of these motherfuckers you need. Man, I got a blunt and a half sitting right next to me right now. I ain't gonna lie, I had a little roach. I didn't realize I had smoked last night because I was anticipating smoking it. You feel me? It'd so I had like a waking that. date. It'd be you like that. Me? But I do have an abundance amount of weed, so I can roll on. Most definitely. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna lie, I picked up a little, little something new the other day. Dispensary had a new strain in stock. Had to jump up on that. Got some shit called Grateful Dead. Apparently, that's a band I ain't never heard of. I ain't never listened yeah. to their music, but they weed is phenomenal, sir. Yeah, it's a it's a rock band. Thank you. Phenomenal, sir. Okay. Uh, the flower is about a solid 25 percent. That's good. Got me some uh pineapple zercules ivory wax up in there. Now you may ask, what's ivory wax? Ivory wax is that wax that is nice, nice pearl white color. You know what I'm saying? A little chalky, perfect for you to just drip at the bottom of your blunt before you put the weed up in there. You know what I'm saying? Take you where you need to be. This ain't no ad, but it should be. Shout out Light Shade. You did. Just saying. We stay heavily blended over here. Heavy. By the way, it's Toxic Tripping Podcast. Toxic one himself. Back at it again. Finesse guy. Dale Anthony Bosley Jr. Junior. <laughs> Just in case man. y'all forgot. Y'all know who it is, man. Y'all know exactly who it is, man. Slow money better than no money, man. No talk, just hustle, man. Y'all know exactly who the fuck going on, man. Who the fuck it is. Money, Mike, man. Ah, uh, my young brethren. What's that, man? We are back. It's been a minute, though. It, 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 it's been a minute. Like I said on the last episode, it's the holiday season. It's wintertime. Your boy is working, okay? Yeah, I, I'm working. All right. I am not an entrepreneur Negro like you, like yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm still cashing these checks. Okay, still got a day job, but it's technically a night job. But I'm out here. Neighborhood recording after. So y'all know how dedicated I am to my fans. You feel me? I fucks with y'all. You feel? And I know y'all. I know y'all be listening. Ninety five percent of our listeners are women, so I appreciate y'all, ladies. I'm I'm out here for y'all, ladies. Okay. I'm you out said 95% of our listeners is women. 95%. I'm fucking with that. That's a good Just number. saying. But anywho, Listen there's been me. there's been an abundance no shit. Of, of toxicity to cover. Lots of things where I may be tripping, but it's cool. It tends oh. to happen from time to time. It is what it is. Now we we'll get we'll get to that. It is what it is. Now, I ain't gonna front. I didn't make it through the entire YouTube video you sent me, but I got I was getting through like the good solid eight minute mark before I started this podcast. Okay. And for those of y'all who don't know, my man sent me a YouTube video. And you got these three men sitting across from these three women, and they asked them a very, very simple and direct question. Yes, they did. Actually, they phrased it like this. They phrased it as, why do women get so offended when a man asks them what they bring to the table? Now, I'm going (laughs) to... Now... I could do a whole hour podcast just based off the first woman's initial response. Her initial response was, are you poor? And she was dead ass serious. Right. As fuck. She was serious as fuck. A man asking her what you bring to the table must imply that he doesn't have enough at his home table to deal with himself. Right. That, that that implies that he needs whatever you may or may not bring to the table. Right. Now, you can say that's self-centered. 
you can say she's being the B word. I'm not going to throw it out there right now because I don't know this woman. We shall try this again. Man, what the fuck was that? See, you in the mountains and shit. Hey, man. 5,000 feet elevation. What can I say? Yeah. Can't help yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? We, we a mile high out here. You did. Sometimes we a little higher than the towers. You know what I'm saying? Wi-Fi don't make it all the way up to this kind of altitude. I'm just saying. I'm I'm talking bullshit, but I'm just saying. <laughs> but anywho, we can continue because you know I'll be chopping and screwing these motherfucking episodes, so it's all good. I got it like that. You did. I shall continue. The first woman's response to a man asking her, what the fuck you bring to the table is this nigga must be poor. Right. Now, this triggered me on a few levels, okay? Okay. Because I ain't going to front, I ain't going to cap. I've been a broke nigga before. Everybody's been broke. Been there. I'm t- No, I'm talking about broke. I'm talking about I ain't got no job. You know what I'm saying? I bought, I bought $15 from, um, from, you know what I'm saying, for gas that morning. Only used 10 of it, took the other five and got me a nickel bag. You did. Okay, motherfuckers was broke. Okay, been there, ass out. <laughs> he said, "Assed out, <laughs> dead ass." Now, I t- now, now, I say that to say this: when I was at that stage of my life, at no point in time would I have the balls to ask a motherfucking woman what the fuck she brings to the table. Right. At no point in time did I think to approach a woman with that type of line of questioning, with those type of intentions. Okay, and you talking to the finesse guy here. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, just saying. So for a woman to really feel as though a man must be financially incapable of taking care of himself just because of the simple fact that he asked you what the fuck you bring to the table is astounding to me, because it says to me that. You already looking at this situation or a business situation, like off top. It, it's it's not even organic anymore. You are you you already thinking about my bank account. I could have met you in the library. But and this are, is my thing, and I mean to cut you off, right? No, go ahead. For for that young brother to ask that question to that young lady, and her first response is, "Is if you broke, right?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like this, right? I feel, and and I have to be honest, right? I feel like with an abundance of black women, because that's who that's who was in the in the podcast. Yes, all the men were black. All the women were black. Like it's a delusional perspective of the world. Like my thing is this, bitch. How the fuck do you get? Are you poor? From a nigga asking you, what the fuck do you bring to the table? And my thing, like you just said, if the nigga was broke, bitch, he wouldn't even be asking you that. He'd be trying to get him some motherfucking money. Thank you. He'd be, he'd be trying to figure out the means of survival. He ain't Thank thinking you. about you, bitch. Thank and you. And the first thing out your motherfucking mouth is, 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 are you broke? Like, bitch, your pussy smell weird in the morning? Like, I'm you feel dead. what I'm saying? I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. Hold on. But you know what's fucked up about the whole situation, though, is that when I sit back and look at it, she's turning it around as if she's asking him what he brings to the table. Because you, mm-hmm. have, to imagine, cause you have to imagine if a female were to ask a man that exact same question, you know exactly what the fuck she's talking about. Right. What money you got? And that's what the big girl in the middle, the big one. Yeah. She's talking about some. Well, I'm going to ask questions. Do you have a job? Do you have kids? Thank it's you. like, thank you. you. Right there, if, a, if a nigga sit here and say, you ask the nigga, he got a job, but he said he worked at McDonald's and he a supervisor making 30K a year. He, he's now longer, he's no longer eligible to date you. Even though this man probably been holding down a full time job for six, seven, eight years. And man, the nigga Loki got guap. You feel? Nice, Maximal. Blood decked out. <laughs> Fuck is you saying? Whole sound system from Walmart. Fuck you talking about? Bro. Fuck is you saying? 
out here, neighborhood, and that bitch paid off. It's been paid off, stupid. And you, and, 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 here's the funny part about how you just brought up that example by a nigga working at McDonald's. Shorty will diss the motherfucker at McDonald's, mm-hmm. but still go eat there three times a week. Right. Say it again. So Say it again. She, she will diss the manager of McDonald's, who some of these motherfuckers are salary, by the way. Mm-hmm. And then proceed to go get her a fish fillet meal with a large fry three times a week. And the bitch thinks she's doing something healthy getting a goddamn Diet Coke. I can't make this up. Okay? Not. I can't not. make this up. It's it's <laughs> I've seen it happen way too many times. Repeatedly. Like I get us growing up, McDonald's was our first job. So yeah. yeah. A place like McDonald's or any type of fast food place is gonna have some. T- it's gonna ring differently for us because that's where we started. Right, right, right. But can we how- be real though? I'm about to say, was- however, however, yeah. us as those little bottom feeder hourly employees, we saw how caked up the managers was. I was just gonna say that raising families off that goddamn shit. <laughs> Whole families, my man's. I forgot buddy name. Buddy had about three, four of them. And the elder had like three, four kids. Three or four of them riding in something brand new. Mm-hmm. Plates never expired. Tank always on F. What? That's real. That's real. And y'all downplaying these niggas? But see, that's my thing, right? And I was talking to my girl last night about it, right? Like, with a lot of black women, I feel like we are at a disadvantage off the bat. You feel what I'm saying? In more ways than one. Cause exactly, because I feel like I feel like this, right? Unfortunately, you have a lot of black men and also a lot of black women. That I guess you can, can say come from broken homes or incomplete homes where there's only one parent, might not even have a relationship with the other parent, or is it could have been raised by grandma? Could have been raised by grandma and not have a relationship with either one of your parents. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and grandma may have been single her whole life. Whatever it is, like you're 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 trying to build with somebody that doesn't even know what the fuck a family looks like. Doesn't even know where to begin, how to even construct and design a family. And it's like something my boy always said. It's like, man, a lot of women don't understand the shit that men have to go through on a day-to-day basis. I'm not trying to downplay that women don't have to go through shit either. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's like to sit here and to go through the world, then you got to come home and you still got to fight. You still got to have a war. You still got to have a battle with the person that you love that's supposed to bring you peace. Yeah. Like that, yeah. that shit will make, make niggas go insane. Well, I, I, I think it's has a lot to do with the fact that, and I don't, I'm not even trying to sound sexist or nothing with this statement. I just feel like, Women have a lot more go-tos that they can throw at the situation. Oh, why the fuck you acting like I'm on my period PMS? Right. Oh, why, why the fuck you act- bad hair day? Oh, why the fuck you act- broke my motherfucking nails? I just got done the other day. Right. Like all these, all these heels hurt my feet. A plethora of things that, to the general public, sound like reasonable situations for a woman to be out of sorts and off her rocker and just totally being a mother, for the lack of a better word, being a bitch for no reason. Right. But see, women can do that. I, it, My point exactly. Like, women can sit here, oh my god, my I don't feel good, I'm gonna be a bitch today. Or, I'm uncomfortable, this, that, and the third. Or, you know, like you just said, PMS, whatever. Like, But like, I feel like, like I said, as a man, you can't. Like, at the end of the day, motherfuckers don't give a fuck about us. So. At the end of the day. This is and, true. Like, this motherfuckers don't... A man's mental health, the shit that we have to... Like, motherfuckers don't care. They don't. As long as you entertain them and that keep perfect, them... Happy. That perfectly explains that G Herbo clip I sent to you on IG, bro. Right. Because especially 
it's it's bad enough when you're a single man out here and you just gotta worry about yourself, self preservation and all that. That that's more than enough stress. You know what I'm saying? Right. Especially especially if you're a nigga. You know what I'm saying? But when you add the aspect of having a family come home to and provide to and be the quote unquote rock of the house, mm-hmm. the, the protector, the provider, this, that, and the third. Sometimes the motherfucking psychiatrist, because you're the only motherfucker willing to sit there and listen. Right. Like you getting all those responsibilities and shit heaped on you, but you still supposed to just turn around, have a smile on your face, and keep shit pushing. Right. Because at the end of the day, the bill's still gonna be there. Right. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, your girl's still gonna want some motherfucking attention. She's still gonna need right. some dick. She's right. still gonna want some flowers every once in a while. You know what I'm saying? Right. Kids gonna want some toys. Kids gonna want to go somewhere. Like it's you getting pulled in every fucking direction possible. Mm-hmm. There ain't no time to sit back and address your own shit. It's all types of fucked up. Okay. And I say all that to say this, man. Women these days unfortunately have a misguided representation of what's needed out of a man because it's gotten convoluted people have switched it up because back when our parents and shit was growing up provide and protect you mm-hmm. good if you do those two things mother you a good you a good man right. you a good father you a good you, you a good husband it don't matter if you beat her ass when you get to the crib provide protect now, as things have progressed, things change a little bit. Then it's provide, protect, and pamper. Key on that last word I said. Pamper. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Foot rubs are a must. Let me ask you a question. I'm glad you said that. Oh, yeah. All right. Now, what that last word you said, pamper. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you say pamper, in your logical mind, means what? A man, as far as the pampering, a man to, to you. To you. Just to me, not from like the aspect of a female. Well, I mean, there's no way you could give me an aspect of a female. Well, I can, I can, I can give you the aspect of women that I've been with, and what okay, the general good. female may consider pampering, and then what may I may consider pampering because yeah, I may consider and pampering may give you some flowers every once in a while. You know what I'm saying? Maybe rub your feet after work. You know what I'm saying? A little something like that. Somebody else may consider pampering as um, how many zeros on the receipt. Oh, just saying, just saying, that's extremely tough and it's impossible to compete with, sir. So let me ask you this, right? Have you ever been with a woman and been like, she's, she's happy with what you provide? Yes. Okay, okay. Another question. Are you currently in that situation? No. Woo! Woo! It just got deep. I mean, it can, it, can, it, can, it can be deep, but it don't have to be. That's just real. You know what I'm saying? That's just real. Because, <clears throat> let, 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 let's keep it a thou while here, Okay. People need to understand something and grasp this, okay? This this little this little note, this little nugget. Nobody, not a man nor a woman on this motherfucking planet, is obligated to be with you. Nobody. I don't give a fuck if it's your soulmate, your best friend, high school, college sweetheart, married for 55 years. I don't give a fuck. Nobody on this earth is obligated. To be with you. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
when a relationship begins, it is usually because there's a mutual attraction, a mutual connection. Y'all fall in love with who y'all are in that moment. Am I right? Okay, I agree. After that point, every second, every minute, every day, every week, every year, it is your responsibility and it is that other person's responsibility to maintain that type of motherfucking love. Okay? Now, if you go out here and start calling audibles and you start turning into an entirely different person or certain shit that you used to like that you don't like that ain't good enough no more, I'm sorry. Then you've changed the rules. We've, we're no longer playing the same game. We're no longer on the same page. At that point, anything goes. Anything goes, bro. And that's a fact. You are responsible for being someone that your partner can love every single motherfucking day. That's your job while you're in a relationship. That's your job. If you can no longer do that, then I suggest you make some adjustments so you can continue to do that or you need to get the fuck out of that situation. Oh, shit. Because a lot of motherfuckers get hung up on the part where, oh, we've been together this long. Oh, we've been through all of this. Oh, you said you love me. Yes, motherfucker. I did love you. That person right then and there. Who's standing right in front of me right now? Stranger. Stranger. That's real, dog. Stranger, bro. It's, it's, it's crazy out here, man. Motherfuckers end up stuck in all types of toxic-ass motherfucking relationships just because they think they're supposed to be with somebody. Or just because they hit a certain length of time in the relationship, they're just supposed to stay just because. You keep saying, you tell the motherfucker, I love you every single day, but do you mean it? When you say I love you to somebody, do you love that person that's there right there that right now? Or you still saying I love you off some shit that happened three years ago? Right. Which one is it? Everybody listening to this podcast, look at your partner and ask yourself, do you love that person that's right there or are you still stuck in sophomore year? Do you love that person that's right there or are you still stuck in the motherfucker who was in the delivery room? Because yes, those things did take place, but is that the person that is sitting right in front of you right now? Because if it's not, and you still love that person, keep it pushing. You good. You great. Y'all have effectively grown together. If you look at that person and you see a stranger, shit, you got problems. Big ones. Just saying. So let me ask you this. Go ahead. What I feel like it's a give and get, right? Mm-hmm. So, I agree with you on that, right? Mm. It's, I don't, I don't believe, I believe this, right? Me and my girl was talking about this last night too, right? I feel like as a couple, your significant other is supposed to enhance like your happiness and the joyful of life. Of course. You, okay, okay. So we agree with that. But it's not my responsibility if you're not happy in life for me to get you happy. That makes a lot of sense to me, but probably won't make a lot of sense to the average individual. Well, I'm talking to you. I'm not fuck the average individual. Yeah, I know. I'm 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 gonna try and break it down for the people. Okay. Okay. Say that again. I said, say your statement again so I could just reiterate it. All right. So, in a relationship, your significant other is supposed to enhance like your joy of life, your happiness. Indeed. Indeed. But if you are not happy, in life, it's not my responsibility to get you happy. Big facts. People, listen up. 
And I say people because this is for the men and the women. And the non-binary and the they and the thems. Okay? When you meet someone that you're genuinely interested in, naturally, your happiness is going to be enhanced. Otherwise, you wouldn't keep seeing them. Regardless of what it is that they bring to the table, they got something. Right. Now, here's the tricky part. You can meet these people when you're not in the best place mentally and emotionally. You could have got dumped three days ago. You know what I'm saying? Probably could have had a family member die the day before. Whatever. Probably could have lost your job a week ago. Got in a car accident, whatever. House burned down, anything. Anything that could have fucked your head up before you met this particular person. Agreed. Now, you may have had a little jolt of joy while kicking it with this person initially. Now, at that point, you may have gotten a little dose of it, and now you all of a sudden getting a little fixated on kicking it with this person all the time because they put you in such a good mood, this, that, and the third. Now, you're starting to get dependent and don't even know it. Mm-hmm. I know this because I've dated motherfuckers who've been diagnosed as bipolar or depressed. It happens. Motherfuckers become codependent on just spending time with you. And not even addressing their real issues. Because they so happy and shit around you, they don't feel the need to even bring that shit up. Until... Bro, you just got I lost. I ain't had none of that. Bro, understand what I'm saying. What, 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 where, where did you hear? What's the last word you heard? Like the last... Probably like last like sentence you just said because you would ding 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 ding. I'll reiterate it. I'll reiterate it for the people and for Mister Nyke. You did. You can become codependent on someone by just spending time with them and not even realize it. Say that one more time. You can become codependent on someone. By just spending time with them. Mm. And if you got previous underlying shit. In your mental. You may believe that that shit is fixed temporarily. Just by hanging out with this person. It's It's a new spark. It's something new. You know what I'm saying? But if you don't address that shit in the beginning. It's gonna fuck everything up because then you're gonna put you gonna put you gonna put everything on this new person. You put me in a good mood. So now it's your responsibility to keep me in a good mood. It don't work like that. Can they help? Of course. But at the at the end of the day, you 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 have to be responsible for your own happiness. You have to be. Otherwise you'll go crazy. Mm-hmm. Tell me I'm lying. I like it. Like I'm gonna keep it real, right? I'm gonna keep it real. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you, you, you please do though, so I can, I can, I can give you this other side of me, and you already know this other side of me. So. Please do. All right, look. Before I met Blake, right? Yeah. Shit was beautiful. Got you. You feel me? Like, you already know I was still traveling. Like, I, everything beautiful. You feel me? Facts. But, and this is what I'm saying, like, an enhancement. Right? I hear you. Don't mind the weed. Like, I don't, I don't, like I said, I can't even put this shit into fucking words. Oh, like, yes, you can. Yes, you can. It's all good, man. It's like, all good. We pot. All right. When you like, like, because you, 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 you live with your girl. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I feel like as a man, right? Like when you, when you, when you see something, right? Because we create it, right? Like when you see something. And it's what you've been looking for. Right? Mm. And it's literally right there in your hand. Mm. 
Right. You can feel it. Right. But then it's like it's like an enhancement though, right? Because it's like a nigga was already going high. Right? A nigga already but then it's like a I don't want to I'm not saying like it's not like maybe an extra purpose or extra reason. I don't. I don't know how to. Can I? Can I? Can I ask you something? Yeah. You're describing how it felt once you met old girl, in comparison to how you felt before you was even talking to her, right? Not even. Not even. Little. Not even. Not even talking. Right. Mm-hmm. Because the way the way me and Blake met when we departed, right? I ain't gonna cap, bro. Like I thought about it, like. Until I saw her again. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it's like you don't meet people like that. But, like, it's, it's, I'm all about, like, genuineness, bro. Facts. I'm all about just shit just happening, bro. Like, and I've always been like that. Let me ask you this question. Do you think you would have been open to what is going on right now between y'all? If you would have met her during a point in time where you were not in the best placements, hell no. Mm. I never would have even attempted to even talk to her if I wasn't if if, if shit wasn't in order. Mm. Like if my money was fucked up, I wouldn't even attempt to even because this is okay. So look, right? It's you, just, you get you get somewhere. Because it's like it's just like you have to as a man, right? Like it's something somewhere. my dad. God rest his soul. It's something my dad. It's like nigga, as a man, you have to, especially when it comes to a woman, like you have to provide a certain level of mm. something to her. Mm. You have to like you can't date a woman, nigga, and you got fifty dollars in your pocket. Like nigga, it's not gonna work. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> you feel what I'm, like nigga, you cannot take this woman on a date. And nigga, your lights finna get cut off, and like I said, you got fifty dollars and your tank on you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like that is yeah. not no smart shit. Like that's not smart, bro. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? Like, and then something like I know you. I don't know if you know T.K. Kirkland. Like T.K. Kirkland said, you gotta have at least twenty five thousand dollars in the bank to even ask a woman out on a first date. We've talked about this, right? It, it and it's like it's not like you tricking off, but it's like. As a man, you have to provide a certain level of structure, a certain level of base, a certain level like she has to have, like he's got me. Like you feel me and I and, that, and, hold on. With that being said, you just said all of that. I ain't heard a damn thing about what the fuck the woman gotta have, what the fuck she gotta do, what the fuck she's supposed to bring. At what caliber is she supposed to be at? For me to have this $25,000 in the motherfucking bank. Now, okay, now, 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 I'm glad you said that, right? I'm just now, curious. I know I sound aggressive right now, but I'm now, just listen, curious. Of course, of course. Now, listen, I know you're playing devil's advocate. I got you. Now, what I did I say before I said all of that is what you've been looking for, and it's right there in your hand. It right, be like that, right? Yeah. Now, everybody wants different things out of a woman. Mm. Every man looks for different qualities within that woman. True. Okay. I'm somebody as a man. I fucking a bit an intelligent woman. Like for me to have an intelligent conversation with a woman. That is a very rare thing. Hmm. Like very rare? Like extremely rare? Like, I can't tell you the last time I've had a conversation with a woman and in my mind it's like, bitch, you a fucking retard. Fair enough. I don't, th- I don't think that with her. Fair enough. I've never looked at her and be like, you a fucking retard. Like, <laughs> you know gotcha. Like, I've been looking at it like, yo, shorty, he's smart as fuck, bro. Like, she's gotcha. not no goofy-ass female. You feel what I'm saying? Like, gotcha. 
Couldn't understand that. Respect. And a lot of women don't bring you peace. Bro. Of course not. But she doesn't like. I don't like. She doesn't annoy me. That's rare. For should, me exactly. For, for me, at least, that's rare. Like, like I've never been like. I mean, you know, she get in moves and stuff like that. But it's I've never been like, you know, like I can't deal with that. I can't. It's never been no shit that it's like it's just so fucking far left that it's like I can't do it. You know what I'm saying? True. And it's and and my thing is this, right? Every time it's been something we've had constructive conversations, and see that's what I'm talking about. That's love. And it's like you can't. It's like you know what I'm talking about. Like when it's an issue, and it's like this bitch is so fucking delusional and fucking unreasonable. You can't have a conversation with her, no matter how calm you is, no matter how thorough, no matter how straightforward you is. She's just so fucking emotional, so unbalanced. Mm. I think that's the word. So unbalanced. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Mm. And we all been in relationships where, like, you know, you can kind of talk about this. You can kind of like, you feel what I'm saying? But at the at the same time, too, I gotta say this too. Blake is older. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Blake is older. Mm-hmm. So that, that's a different dynamic as well, too. Outside of my marriage, the longest relationship I ever had was with a woman that was seven years older than me. Just saying. Well, I say that she's not older than me, but she's older than, you know, the girls that I was. I'm just saying. I'm just letting you know. Once I changed the age demographic or who I was looking for, and and I was in my 20s, you know what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. I changed the age demographic of who I was fucking with. And massive changes. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean you, like I said, you don't have to date someone older than you. But like you said, different than the normal demographic of who you were usually dating. Exactly. And now things are different. I mean, night and day, as far as I'm concerned. Just saying. Now, don't get me wrong. At different points in our lives, we're going to value different qualities and different women. So we're going we're going we're going to hit a nice little crucial groove point where we find exactly what we're looking for, and that seems to be where you at. Right. Salute you, young sir. You know what I'm saying? If I had sound effects in a board right now, I give you a round of applause. But I ain't got all of that. But you know what it is. <laughs> You know what it is. But now we got to get into some toxicity, sir. Okay. Oh, that was all good. First 30 minutes, all humble and whatnot. It's all good. Nice and cute. <clears throat> <clears throat> we have a crisis. Crisis? We have a crisis, Michael. Oh. Um, Your man's Kevin Samuels is out here moving a little suspect. Okay? Mm. Moving a little suspect. Okay? Now, we're going to get back to him, but he does have a lot to do with this story, but we're going to get to our favorite topic for the past three episodes on the Toxic Attribute Podcast, Miss Brittany Renner. I love her, by the way. Okay? I fucks with it. I fucks with it. You know what I'm saying? I felt I feel, I feel like I have been gifted with the pleasure of watching her transition via the internet. It's been amazing. Okay. This young lady. Did you see her um interview with uh academics? Uh bits and pieces. I'm guessing you heard the good bits and pieces then. Oh, I, I mean. Oh, Mike. Yeah. Mike. Mike. What's going on, man? I promise you. I promise you I can't wait until we start the YouTube channel and I can play like little clips like in the pe- in the picture in picture and the little frame by frame at the bottom of the screen so motherfuckers can see exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Okay? But... Mm-hmm. Everybody listen up. I don't know if anybody is listening has ever been a side chick, but I guarantee 
if you have not been a side chick, you have been the friend of a side chick, or you have been with a man who has had a side chick. Just saying. During this DJ Academics interview, Brittany Renner was perfectly defined as a side chick. Like the epitome of a side chick. Okay? Mm-hmm. Especially given the fact that she was given the opportunity to be wifey and she passed up on it. To an NBA player. Multimillionaire. Already got his baby. She had it. She didn't want it. She's trying to be in these streets. Which she proceeded to do. And I fucks with it. Because you know who she popped out with, Mike? Ooh. Popped out with your boy, Mr. Kevin Samuels. Now, I did see that shit on his... Uh, his uh, now, his now, y'all have heard us break down Kevin Samuels on numerous occasions, numerous episodes. We talk about his videos. We talk about his posts. He be going live with all these females, this, that, third. <clears throat> Kevin Samuels, I don't always agree with everything he says, but his content is, you can't make it up. Okay? It's priceless. This man has been, I feel, this is just my opinion. I don't know if you agree or not. I don't know if the audience agrees. I feel like he has been trying. Oh, ESPN alerts? Oh, see, man, they just want me to gamble. Anyway, this I feel as though this man has been trying to steer us away from precisely this type of woman. Or am wifey I missing or am I missing something? Wifing, yes, wifing. Oh, so you think he runs script? I mean he's not trying to wife her. He finna bust shorty down. Stop playing with me, Joe. Stop. That's you, are, what come it is? On, you think he's finna wife Britney right nigga. He finna bust this little bitch down. Stop playing with me. He That's might trick off, bitch. Did it? He been a bus shorty there. I mean, he already he already pulling up in the foreign. You know what I'm saying? saying That's big cool. Shirley, big Shirley can't fit in it, but she can. You know what I'm saying? They pop out right. little video, little intimate videos on the couch and shit. Talking about yeah. she, she saying she don't fuck with a dude. That's something you know what I'm saying. Over fifty or whatnot, she can get yeah. out like that. I'm not. Right. I ain't mad at it. Yeah, he come on, G. That's gonna be his little buddy. You feel me? So she a jump off. She yeah, you already know she a bopper. You already know. I don't know, man. So hold on, hold time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. You're telling me that there's absolutely no possible way that that's a legit union. Gee, are you serious? I mean, I'm just keeping it real, G. Keep it, keep it, keep it above. <laughs> Listen to me, G. Hey. Let me let me let me keep it player, G. Listen, G. Listen. Hey, she, she, she was with she was with the young bopper, and she also. You like, feel hey, me? I guess she won't so fuck look, the young bopper. She'll get just, her just off demonstration, family. Just off demonstration, family. Shorty ran script on Bud Day. You feel what I'm Facts. saying? Boom! Facts. She got Free the bag. DJ. Shorty, Shorty secured the bag. You feel me? She got little man child support. Ain't no reason to hell, bitch. You need all that goddamn money for child support. But the fuck you getting child support? You getting a, uh, somebody's house? You getting two hundred fifty something thousand or whatever? Whatever the fuck she's getting, bro. She's getting like a million a year just off being a baby mom's. So off of that, you should be able to survive and live fucking fantastic for the next twenty eighteen years, whatever. You feel me? Plus whatever business venture Shorty got, boom. You feel me? Everybody know what the fuck going on. Shorty went viral just off the demonstration she pulled on. But hey, you feel me? Broke up with buddy. Broke up with buddy, all of that shit, right? That's why she was on academics. And she kept it real. Like Shorty was even before she did the shit with PJ, Shorty was like basketball. I seen the video, she was in the car. Basketball players is dumb. They be fucking without rubbers if you really want to get it. Like Shorty said this shit before she even did it. And then Shorty So off GP, she ran script. Good shit, Shorty. True, true. (laughs) 
Like, that's why I said I fuck. Hey, I, I, hey. her daddy is like, that's my daughter. She ran script. Good shit. You feel what I'm saying? Whatever. She Period. told you what the fuck she was gonna do, and your goof ass fell for it. Oh well, secure the bag. Anyway, and I hope PJ get well soon because I think he fucked the shoulder up or some shit. Free, but yeah, free you know. PJ. And so you already know Kevin Samuels. One, one. I feel like this, right? I understand people say about Kevin Samuels. Some people say he's gay. To <laughs> me, homie, like he really just an old nigga with a with I don't a decent think he's gay. bag. Just I don't think record. he's gay at all. Just I think for the record. You feel me? He just he just got, you know, he just a little different. You feel what I'm saying? Like, this nigga 50-something years old. Like, this nigga just, he come from a different era. Bruh, here. The, you know what I'm saying? The, the finesse guy can sense a finesse. You feel what I'm saying? And he just, he having fun with short. Like, keep it, just keep it a buck. Like, Britney ran it. Like, shorty is bad. Like, any nigga is staying shorty off the strip. Like, shorty got a decent little frame. She decent in the face. I ain't gonna say she's super bad, but... Any 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 nigga with a bag without a bag is staining shorty. You feel what I'm saying? Just off the strength. You feel me? So and you already know how shorty getting down off the demonstration. You already know how she getting down. So shit. Why? Um, you know what? I'm not about to spend too much time on this. It's I'm intrigued by the union, but um. I'm just saying, it just it, it screams a lot of false advertising on Kevin Samuel's part if he's not running script because it's going to be very interesting and toxic to analyze because from where I'm sitting, buddy, straight old school player type shit. That's what from I'm what, from, from what I can tell, from what I can tell, and from what I see in his videos outside of the whole Britney Renner situation, from what I've seen up until now, he's straight old school player type shit. You feel me? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, that's just how I feel. Like, gee, how, fight, yeah, however, how, just... however, this generation is predominantly dominated by women, and I feel as though, whoa, 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 I dude. feel, I feel as though, yeah, I feel as though she may have the slightest of upper hands in this situation if they're both running script. Just saying. Bruh. First of all, she's already survived one social media outpouring of disappointment and shit like that. She's still about to write another book and go number one and sell millions of copies. She's already survived that. She's already shown that she can withstand that. Now right. she's now she's a single black mother, Mike. Right. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Anything happens, anything goes wrong. No no. She can do no wrong now. She has the upper hand, Mike. Trust. I understand what you're saying. Trust. Trust. I don't think Kevin Samuels is ready. I'm going to pray for him, but I don't think he's ready. I don't. But what makes you, I don't understand what makes you think it's going to get that deep where that even. Oh, bro, it don't have to get that deep. This is social media. It's already a thing. And they only met up full weekend. Well, he only doing the cat daddy. Was Bro, no, no, no. That has not been the general sense of the social media reaction, sir. Okay. Understand this, bro. Travis Scott and Kylie were only officially fucking with each other. Like, people only knew they were fucking with each other a few months before she popped up pregnant. Mm -hmm. That's how fast shit happens in this industry, bro. You saying she's just a jump off. You saying he just wants some old school player type shit. I'm saying it's deeper than that. And it can be like that in an instant. Just because... 
just because a video or Instagram or Facebook Live just popped up or them linking up, don't mean these motherfuckers ain't been exchanging emails, exchanging texts, exchanging DMs. Like, bruh, bruh. It's deep. It's always deeper than that once you end up on camera together, bruh. It's always deeper than that. Shit didn't start right there. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to. I think. I think he already been bit, bro. He already. I, man, I'm trying to tell you. He. I'm. T- he. He in the tentacles. He. I'm, t- I'm telling you. He is in the grasp. I think we yeah, might be. Like lo- I think we might be losing one, man. But like Kylie and Travis was, like they were a fucking couple. Like that was a like nope. that was nope, nope. I don't know if that's the same thing, G. Bro. Like, they was a couple. No. Yes. Bro. Do you not understand where I'm coming from right now? No, I mean, I I, I, I feel you. I just don't think... I, I don't think it's that deep. But I get what you're saying. Like, shit can happen fast on social media. I I'm, get trying, I'm trying to tell you. I, I just pray we don't yeah. lose. I, I pray we don't lose them. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I pray. I pray, I pray we don't lose him, man. He's not trying to. Next thing, next, next, next thing, you know, they're gonna be doing uh YouTube videos together and talking. Nah, to I can see that. Doing, doing couples counseling. I I don't know about no damn couples. Yo. <laughs> this nigga said couples counseling. My nigga, my man's in here dicking shorty down. Go ass wild as hell. My man over here putting heat dicking the shit out of shorty. Stop playing with me, Joe. This nigga said couple counseling. They finna do YouTube videos doing couple counseling. Man, he finna dick on her way, Joe. Stop playing with you. No, I'm, hey, you, you go ahead and talk that shit if you want to. All right. If he go out bad, G, I'll be talking to Kevin Sanders, G. If you wipe this bitch, I'm not fucking with you. I'm not watching no more videos. I'm not fucking with your ass, Joe. Because I guarantee it. I guarantee it. They gonna write a book together. Oh shit! I'm gonna laugh my ass off. I swear to God, it's man. You know what? We can leave it at that. I'm. Uh, he, he's I'm, funny I'm, for the big Shirley shit. Don't even lie. I'm. I'm. I'm excited for the potential toxicity, especially the potential toxicity. They ain't got nothing to do with me. I need. I need more of that. You know what I'm saying? Just so I'm not tempted to just create some bullshit. Just so I can have something to talk about. But I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. Don't tell nobody. But y'all stay toxic, though. I'm holler, y'all. We're going to be bite. True.